SAFM Sports Special with John Khereka. Your sporting information centre. Let's get some KwaZulu-Natal accent now. Maylene Painter, Cycling SA's PR and Communications Officer, joins us on the line. Let's chat about all things cycling. Maylene, afternoon to you two BMX riders. We spoke to one of them yesterday, Dylan Eager. How was their training camp in Switzerland? Yeah, the training camp went very well, John. Um, so two BMX riders went, Mancorbo Mandida was the other rider that joined him. And it was to identify young talent from around the world. So it was great to have two South Africans uh, represented there at the UCL World Cycling Centre in Switzerland. And the World Cycling Centre coach, Thomas Elia, he's a, he's a well-known, renowned uh, BMX coach. He provided great feedback on the level of both athletes, saying that their strength uh, was impressive for, for, for their ability. And uh, that bodes well for the future of both the riders. Yeah, we spoke to uh, Dylan yesterday. He says it was, it was quite an eye-opener. Wake up, train, eat, sleep. That was what he did for, what is it, a week? Yeah, I think it, it teaches them what it's like in the life of a professional cyclist and shows them all the elements. So instead of maybe at at home level, they're going to the track to train and that's where they're getting their, their training, it brings all the other elements in, mm. um, you know, the body conditioning, looking after your body, looking after your health, how you eat, the nutrition elements, the recovery elements. So it really is um, insightful for these youngsters that, that do get the opportunity to go and it really does take them a step further, I think, and it'll be interesting to see how these two young riders um, adapt to this uh, training and, and bring it into their regime. Yeah, hopefully we see some more Olympic Games as well. Uh, what happened yes. to Burnett Bayers? She crashed on the track. Yeah, she's uh, uh, our local rider. She's a national champion in a couple of the track disciplines, um, and she crashed in the World Cup in Glasgow in Great Britain uh, during November. Um, she's, uh, you might recall earlier in the year, she joined the UCR World Cycling Center as well for track, for track training. And hers is a, a lot more than just a, a couple of days within a month. She's actually been there for the whole year. And that's given her an opportunity to compete in, in a lot of European track events as well as, um, some of the World Cups that have been taking place, which is very difficult for South Africans to be involved in due to the sheer expense of getting there and also the, um, the you know the qualification points that you need in order to attend. So she's been given a fantastic opportunity. Except she's had her first major cycling accident in her career, where she's broken her collarbone. Um, but nonetheless, she's she's still positive. She's still got great um, uh, hope for for 2017 and some other World Cups and Championships that she'd like to compete in. And she continues her training at top level at the World Cycling Center, which she says is now focusing on her lower body. And she's amazed at how much training she's still able to do despite the broken collarbone. So it's interesting to hear that as well. And she's in really good hands with the, with the World Cycling Center. Yeah, the life of a professional athlete. Okay, <laughs> what's happening? Team Dimension Data uh, getting involved in the local Western Cape community, handing bicycles out. This is the reason they exist, isn't it? Exactly. This is what it's all about. And uh, often when they finish a race or have any chance for some sort of media exposure, you always see the five-finger salute going up from the team mm. dimension data for Quebec riders. And it is all about the Quebec Foundation. And being at home uh, for their world, um, uh, you know, their training camp and for their new World Tour team kit launch, which we spoke about last week, they went beyond their normal professional duties to actually be able to be part of the project and the essence of the project that it's, that it's all about. And uh, this one was uh, the Quebec Foundation handover at uh, Carmel in the, in the Western Cape. And it was here where 158 learners and staff earned their brand-new Quebec bicycles by growing indigenous trees 
and also improving their class attendance and performances at, at their local school. And the Quebeca project uh, was known as Shift Education. So the foundation gets involved in various projects, and this particular one um, was run in partnership with Wildlands. Uh, so hence, you know, planting a tree for the environment and also, um, you know, bettering your studies at school and showing interest in your schoolwork. Um, and Tyler Farrell is one of uh, the riders of Team Dimension Data for Quebeca, and he said that the bicycle distribution was such a unique experience, and it was a fantastic chance for all of them to actually see the results of the charity's work yeah. and everything that they talk about going into action. So it was great news from them. And what's the bicycling uh, bicycle assembly facility there as well? So there's actually a, a, a bicycle assembly facility already in the northwest province, but this is the first one that's being launched in the Western Cape. So the Western Cape has a, a whole host of activities linked around the Quebec Foundation and Team in, uh, Dimension Data for Quebec as well. And what they've done is they've just launched um, at the at the Niederberg Winery and Paul. And also remember, Niederberg is a sponsor of the, the team as well. And they've opened up a bicycle assembly facility and are looking at assembling a minimum of 5,000 of these bicycles um, yeah. in a year. So it's a fantastic initiative, also providing local employment for, for the locals in the area. Um, so it's got a whole um, lot of, uh, you know, factors, contributing factors to make it a, a worthwhile project. Okay, let's talk ladies cycling for a while. Where is Anli Kachelhofer off to? Well, Anneli Kachelhofer, we had a press release land on our desk uh, this week. Um, she is our Olympian and our national road champion as well. And she has just signed with Team BestMed ASG for next year. And the team's manager, Owen Borta, said that she brings a wealth of knowledge mm. to the team, which bodes well for the younger riders. So it is a young team. Um, it, well, it's not a young team. It's, it's been around for some time, but the riders are young and they do develop and nurture the younger riders. So it's a fantastic experience for Anli as well as the younger riders to all be in the team. And Anli is uh, currently embarking on intensive training for the Tour of Good Hope, which is a race that she aims to take the title in March next year. So we wish her luck in her new team and for her cycle races next year. Oh, well, very exciting. Is that road riding or, or mountain biking? Is she going to do both? But, uh, road riding. Road She'll riding. Be doing road riding, yeah. Okay, you yeah. see, her husband, in, her, I've, seen her, I've seen her riding with her husband because, uh, you know, um, he's a very small man and he rides the big 29ers, which is funny. And <laughs> and then she's been riding the road ride, the road bike next to him, which is even funnier because they're such small little people, these little cyclists. Yes, cyclists are, are small and yes, um, her husband is uh, was a road cyclist who has switched over to the mountain bike yeah. discipline. So he, I think he embarks on quite a few stage races as well. Hank is doing quite well, actually. All right, what's, what's your safety tip? <laughs> the week please this week john it's for those that make use of cycling paths or trails where there are hikers walkers or runners as well not mm. just cyclists and it's a please that it's a big appeal to these cyclists to ensure that you leave plenty of space between you and the person that you are passing um, there's a lot of uh, you know calls for for people to startle um, others and and give them a fight and maybe perhaps even knock them over so try not to surprise the other people on the path by moving up behind them undetected or passing too close and even suddenly changing your direction um, or stopping even without warning. So if you're a regular path user, a bicycle bell might be a good idea. I always wondered, who's got right away there? If I'm walking on a path and there's only so much space, so there's not really enough space for you and a cyclist, maybe trees or something, who's got right away? 
The rule of thumb is that the pedestrian has the right of way. Okay. So the cyclist should be yielding to pedestrians. And uh, I think it's something that needs to be drummed in into cyclists uh, to realize, because I think there's a lot of cyclists out there that don't know this. Um, and it's obvious um, when you when you're on the path or you're walking or going for a gentle cruise, and you can just see the way mm. the way it happens and it unfolds. Yeah. Bailey Painter, thanks very much for joining us. Cycling South Africa's PR and communications officer. Find out about all the information and races, details, dates, entry fees, all those things at cyclingsa.com.